the mid-August evening had the vaguest hint of autumn. A murky chill, tussled with evening sunshine, and between it the clouds couldn't fight off a steely tinge. The wind was chilly enough for people to return to their houses, to pick up a jumper, because towards the end of this particular Saturday, the endurance of a sundown beer garden weighed heavy on even the most positive of drinkers. Caitlin had been in the library most of the afternoon reading a hardback in a plastic jacket, interspersing chapters with pots of tea, carrot cake and a bit of eavesdropping in the calf. Most of her thoughts were of cooking a tasty lentil curry later with loads of homemade flatbread that she could plough through in her back garden with her slippers on. She dusted the pavement with her loose-fitting sandals whilst peering into the closing shops on the high street. She'd been given a spare pork pie from the new taproom around this time once. She was on a mission to become a regular at that place, and she thinks the ginger-bearded man in there was called Callum. She was nowhere near calling him that yet. But the cherry porter in there makes the hairs on her legs stand on end. As she crossed at the co-op, she saw her. Her, from school. The same fabricated hair flicking constant blossing of lips that she'd wanted boys to see in year nine. She saw Caitlin and Caitlin saw her, but she felt the need to pretend she hadn't for a while. In that time, she was performing for Caitlin. She did something unnecessary on her phone. She rearranged her wavy hair into the beginnings of a ponytail, but then she let it fall, hoping the messy look that the hockey girls did made her look 19 again. She pretended to remember something, but then she fake reassured herself just in time and then she fake jumped out of her skin at Caitlin right opposite her on the pavement which Caitlin felt needed resurfacing oh my god that's so random how's you what's been happening sweetie it's so good to see you she sounded like a voice activated doll at the pool cord Caitlin knew she remembered her name but maybe not saying it gave her some sort of power I'm alright, thanks. How have you been? Caitlin could not get over how much hair flicking was going on. I knew you still lived in the town. So, like, what are you up to? Have you got any little ones keeping you up at night too? She said, with a cutesy little eye roll. That was the same that she did in school. Caitlin very briefly explained not, and that she was living on her own, in the cottages that their English teacher used to live in. I always knew you'd end up like Miss Green. She's like your spiritual guru, eh, hun? And then came her entire life's monologue, without pause for breath, or the need for response. Caitlin felt she could have easily just skipped this episode and watched the recap. She told her she was off to watch her so-called hubster, Mark, play cricket with some schoolgirls and some new girls that she listed the names of, most of whom were doctors or teachers. She'd had some trouble with babysitters, but thankfully she'd found one that she could trust with little twins Amelia and Benjamin. All in all, it was a staggering masterclass in the imbalance of conversation. At every attempt at a full stop, she seemed to need Caitlin to affirm these little vignettes, but then she seemed to pull back remembering who she was speaking to and how dissimilar their lives obviously were. 
she seemed embarrassed to need Caitlin's validation. Caitlin made every effort to smile and nod, but she couldn't stop thinking about her behaviour on that Normandy trip in year 10. She was one of the ringleaders of the bags on the seats game that meant Caitlin was always ostracised to the front of the coach and sat next to the obese teaching assistant who only ate watsits all week. They were so cruel to Caitlin. They were complete bitches in fact and now one of them was acting like they used to be Joey and Jen from Dawson's Creek. Caitlin must have said less than 5% of the conversation but she finally piped up when she started going on about getting into vaping at kids' bedtime with a dry wipe when Hubster was working late. Right, I'd better go, sorry. It's nice to see you again, said Caitlin, nice and firmly, which made her jolt her head back as if to say, how dare you walk out on me? Her tone changed, her body language changed, and they were right back in year 10 again. <laughs> okay, well you sound rushed off your feet, hun, so I guess I'll see you around. Caitlin wished her well at the cricket knowing it would be like being a wife in high society during the Victorian era and then she turned the corner beside the old sweet shop and went back to thinking of her lentil curry strange she thought sometimes not grinding the cumin seeds after toasting them led to a better flavour she might give it a try she couldn't wait for that first flatbread she might even have a little glass of wine 